Thank you. That's wonderful. All right, we're, uh, am I on here? No? Can't get it? Okay, now it should be. Now it should be. If you go to Proverbs chapter 31, Proverbs chapter 31, uh, hopefully we'll get working here. I'm, I am on now. Can you find it? Not yet? Proverbs chapter 31, verse 10. We're going to move uh, fairly quickly, but I'm going to read quite a few verses. I'll just get started on it. But it says, who can find a virtuous woman for her? Sorry. Okay, now. That was not me. All right. Uh, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant ships that bringeth her food from afar. She riseth. Also, while it is yet night, it giveth her meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considereth the field and buyeth it, and with the fruit of her hands she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all of her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor her are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Verse 28, her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excelleth them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands. Let her own works praise her in the gates. It's a, it's a long passage, but a very descriptive passage. And we're not going to teach through this passage. And would love to. And, and someday in the future, I will, because there's so many things, honestly, in this passage, I think are somewhat misunderstood. But I'm going to have a word of prayer, and, and our time's a little short, so I'm going to try to move very quickly this morning, but it's very, very important, this, this truth, I believe, if I can deliver it. Father, I pray that you bless. Holy Spirit of God, I ask you to guide my mind and my thoughts. Lord, I want to do honor to whom honor is due. And Lord, the, the mothers in this room deserve honor. They deserve to be praised. And Father, I pray, please now, Holy Spirit of God, that you'd fill me with your presence, with your power, that you'd anoint me with fresh oil for this moment, that you'd guide my thoughts. Please, Lord, bless in the moments that we have. 
In Jesus' name, amen. What is truly a great mother? Proverbs 31 describes a woman that is praised. A woman who fears the Lord and who works for her family. And that's kind of how it concludes. And it, when it gets down to the end, it says basically these two things. She fears the Lord and her works are, are praised. Truly, this woman is an amazing woman by the description. If you look through the description, we read through it all. This is, this is some incredible woman right here. She's a loving wife. She's industrious. She is extremely hardworking. She's sacrificial. I dare say that most women in this room right now sort of doubt that they fulfill every aspect of Proverbs 31, right? You probably look at that description and say, oh my goodness, is that really what God wants? But also in, in the life of Solomon, there's another mother that is mentioned. There's another mother, not Solomon's mother, but there's another mother mentioned. I want you to go to 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 17 is where we're going to pick up. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 17. First Kings chapter 3, verse 17 says, The one woman said, O my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house. And I was delivered of a child with her in the house. And it came to pass the third day that after I was delivered, that this woman was delivered also. And we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, save we two in the house. This woman's child died in the night because she overlaid it. And she arose at midnight and took my son from beside me while thine handmaid slept and laid it in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I rose in the morning to give my child suck, behold, it was dead. But when I had considered it in the morning, behold, it was not my son, which I did bear. And the other woman said, Nay, but the living is my son and the dead is thy son. And this said, uh, and, and, th and this said, No, but the dead is thy son, and the living is my son. And thus they spake before the king. So they're presenting their case to the king, to Solomon. Then said the king, The one saith, This is my son that liveth, and the son uh, is, is the dead, and thy son is the dead. And, and the other saith, Nay, but thy son is the dead, and my son is the living. And the king said, Bring me a sword. And they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to one and half to the other. Then spake the woman whose living child was unto the king, for her bowels yearned upon her son. And she said, O oh, my Lord, give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. But the other said, Let it neither be mine nor thine, but divide it. Then the king answered and said, Give her the living child, and in no, way, in no wise slay it. She is the mother thereof. You know, these are two extremely different circumstances and situations, but both of them are mothers. We see the seeming perfection of Proverbs 31, the Proverbs 31 woman. You know, I looked in, in, in this we also see this, this one, they, these two women that, that are in the same house together and one child dies and another one uh, because she overlaid it. And, 
And, and I, I, I'm reminded, I can't help but escape when, when our oldest daughter was born and Brooke uh, was just a little bitty thing. Joe Beth brought Brooke into the, into the bed to nurse her and, and, uh, and, and, and I, you know, I'd always been, I always heard that that's kind of a dangerous kind of a thing to do, you know, that you might roll over on the baby and smother the baby. And so I fell asleep though with, with Joe Beth and the baby there with Brooke in the, in the bed and and when I woke back up, Joe Beth was laying on her stomach where the baby had been. And I immediately screamed and grabbed Joe Beth and I threw her out of the bed. She flew out of the bed and hit the hardwood floor. And I started digging through the covers going, where's the baby? Where's the baby? Where's the baby? And she kept saying, she's in the bed. And I said, I know she's in the bed, but where? And finally she said, I put her back in the baby bed. She said that I rolled over. I said, oh, and rolled over and left her sitting in the floor. And so <laughs> she doesn't know to this day that I really wasn't asleep. And so, um, <laughs> but we see this perfection of the Proverbs 31 woman. It's a, a worthy goal, a wonderful challenge to every woman, wife, and mother. I mean, this is, this is an incredible. And, and, and some of us uh, right now would, would say of our wives, you know, look, you know, if you can get close to the Proverbs 31 woman, I believe I got it. But not every mother, listen to me, please, not every mother has been taught the character, the integrity, and the self-sacrifice that the Proverbs 31 woman received. Not every mother was brought up and taught how to prepare a meal, how to make a garment or to work a garden or even how to love her husband or to love the Lord. Not every mother has received that kind of teaching. Not every mother has been blessed that way. I'll be honest with you, that's why it's so important to have a church, amen? Because there's some that they, they didn't get it at home and, and they didn't grow up that way and maybe they didn't grow up with a mother. So what is the hope of this woman, this other mother, as a mother? I say the, I think it's greatly illustrated by the one verse from the passage, verse 26. It says, then spake the woman whose living child was unto the king, for her bowels yearned upon her son. And she said, oh my Lord, give her the living child and in no wise slay it. You see, this, this word, this yearning, the, the bowels yearned upon her son. It's the, it's the compassion, the tender love, the, the incredible, the great and tender mercy that's inside the heart. I believe the way this is described by the definition, it's literally she yearned to, to the point she felt the pain in her womb. It's as though she felt it in her womb again, the pain of, of, of birthing that child. And, and, the, and the love was so intense as she, she realized what was happening. Who was, now here's the key, who was this woman that's being described here in 1 Kings? I didn't read verse 16. I didn't read it intentionally. But 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 16 says, Then came there two women that were harlots unto the king and stood before him the lord demonstrates to all of us a wonderful proverbs 31 woman but he also illustrates to us that a woman is far from the proverbs 30 woman oh 31 woman that could be i mean it is like two 
they're diametrically opposed. You got the Proverbs 31 woman so described and so unbelievable, this character and this love and this devotion, this energy that she puts into her family. And then over here, you have a poor woman that's a harlot. But you know, even that harlot still loved her child. Every mother is a great mother for she is willing to go through the pain, the suffering, and even the possibility of death to bear that child. Some mothers struggle with being a mother and they need our prayers. There are expectant mothers wandering and waiting and hopeful, yet sometimes fearful expectation. There are mothers who are worn out, tired and stressed and even depressed from from trying to be a mother, but yet they don't feel like they can be. They don't feel like they know how to be. They don't feel like they they know what to do. And it stressed them out to their, their even to depression. There are those who struggle to balance work and family. There are those around the world who live in despair as they are unable to feed their children. My daughter over in Africa wrote an article about mothers because it's Mother's Day. And she's, she spoke so much of those poor mothers. Oh, there's so many of them that just yearned inside them again. The bowels yearn because they just want to be able to feed their child. There are those whose children have physical, emotional, or even mental disabilities. There are those who struggle with life and even wanting their children. There are those who raise children of, on their own. There are those who have lost a child. There are those who only a child, uh, whose only child is someone else's that they care for. There are those whose children have left the home. There are those who are only, uh, who are only a mother in their sleepless dreams for the reality has not been fulfilled. But what really makes a great mother? I I use this illustration somewhat often, but I just can't get away from it. But my mom, the way I understand it, ran away from home when she was 13 and was married. She came from a home of, I believe, a good man, but a man who was overcome with alcohol. My mom did not know all, I don't believe, she meant. She knew what all it meant to be a mother. She worked most of my growing up life, leaving early in the morning and coming home in the evening. She rose early, she left early, she came home late. She never finished the eighth grade, or at least not until she was, I think, about 45, she got her GED. She had no child-rearing classes. My wife had a different training. She did, she did not grow up in the home of an alcoholic. She had a mom and dad take her to church. A mom to demonstrate a servant's heart and unselfishness. She was blessed to grow and learn in church. She even got to, to go to Bible college. So. She was blessed to meet an incredible man. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that in because that's really what makes the difference. But then, 
two totally different backgrounds, but with one overwhelming similarity. They both loved. They both loved their husbands and their children. But listen to me, the real truth here is it was a love that made their family the priority of their life. I want to say this this morning. Moms, don't give up. Don't feel a failure. You see, I think it's so crucial as I look back and I say, what, what made me love my mom so much? What makes my children flood the messaging that you can do through the night and in the morning to tell their mama how much they love her? It's not only that they made their family a priority. Their family knew they were a priority. Don't feel, I don't want any woman in here to feel that you'll never have children call you blessed. Because you're unable or simply don't know how to be all you feel you should be. I believe it's God's plan for a mother to be at home with their children, to rear them, to teach them, to care for their homes and their families. I wish every mother would have that training and would be reared like that and would be able to do that. I wrote to my girls last night how blessed I am to have a wife who sees motherhood as the greatest job in the world and who taught her girls to do the same, and they are fulfilling her teaching. But not every mother had that privilege to be taught. So what is their hope? The harlot had obviously a terrible life, but can I say that even though it's not recorded, I believe there was a baby boy who probably grew up into a man who looked at his mama one day and called her blessed. Because he came to a point where he realized he would not even be alive except for her love and a love that believed in him and loved him and kept him as a priority so much to the point she was willing to give him up that he might live. I believe every day of my life that my mom wanted to be at home with us. I believe she did not choose the job over us. She was not seeking a career over us. She just did not know that there was any other way. But she made it so abundantly clear that if she could be with us every moment. I never saw a woman that, that, that would work all day, go get up so early in the morning and, and drive downtown and work all day and come back in the evening. And then every ball game that we would have and on into the nights, late into the night, she was going to be there knowing she's only going to get a few hours sleep before she has to go back and do it again.
She screamed at us, not by her voice, but by her life, that we were her priority. The harlot in the days of Solomon had a horrible life. But that did not stop her from loving her child even enough to, even enough to lose him. Now, was my mom the perfect woman? I don't know. But this is what I wrote about her many, many years ago. I'm not a poet, but this is what my heart poured out one day. With women, many have done great things. As a reward, they receive diamonds and rings. To only one of these is mother, I call. This one, my mother, excelleth them all. She riseth up early while as yet night. Her only wish was for her boys to do right. For us she labored day by day. Her wish for her boys is true, I pray. By her children called blessed is she. Her love overflows like the sea. From her husband she receives only praise. Only love from the boys that she raised. Who is this mother greatest under the sun? Whose, whose whole life exemplified is exemplified by Proverbs 31? Whoever reads this simple little rhyme will know that the world's greatest mother is mine. Not trained, didn't grow up in the home that a lot of people would think you got to grow up in to be a great mother. But I've been privileged to see two mamas. The one I grew up with as a boy and the one that I lived with. These mamas just love their children and they let them know it. They let them know that they were their priority. Their family was a priority above every other thing. And I understand that they always put God first, but you know what I'm talking about today. So, Mama, just love your children with all your heart. And let them know how important they are to you. You risked your life for them. Now let them know that your desire is to live your life for them. Through your imperfections, you will find children that rise up. And call you blessed. You'll find children that rise up and call you blessed. My desire this morning was to try to encourage some moms.
Because I know sometimes with, as I talk, as I counsel over the years, I feel like some feel like I, I just, I can't do this. I'm failing. I was never taught. I was never trained. I didn't grow up in this environment. But I'm here to tell you, I saw scripturally two different women. I saw growing up two different women that came from two different backgrounds. But you know what I saw? Two women just alike where they gave their life. They gave their priority. They gave their love to their family. That's what makes a great mother. I'd like to, I'd just like to do something special this morning. Again, you know, of course, we never have a service. If there's anybody here that you don't know for sure you're going to heaven, we want to know that. But I'd love for husbands and wives maybe moms and children, maybe families. I think it would be a wonderful thing if today, if we celebrated this Mother's Day in prayer. If we took time and prayed, Daddy, pray and thank God for her. I know there's ladies in here, you all only say, who's going to pray for me? I will. But maybe as we could, as the couples that are here, the families that are here, the children that are here, let's just take some time either in your seat, at the altar.